ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for What Do You Call It Podcast. Hello there. Welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It reason I'm yawning it's because it is literally midnight well past midnight now and I'm just being a big baby really because I don't mean to stay past this because it's past my bedtime podcast I'm your host GB and today's guest is a goddess of BTW I will explain what that means in a minute she's a trans professional wrestler who's looking to change the world please give it up for Carmen Chaos how are you doing today? I'm doing great, you know, just had a full day of work and now, you know, I get to spend some time talking about some wrestling. Awesome, awesome. In your shoot job, as a lot of the wrestlers say. Uh, uh, the good old shoot job. Well, good thing is that, you know, the first time I heard that, you know, I thought that this girl was actually talking about shooting guns. So uh, I was like, you shoot guns for a living? But then I learned, oh, it's just, <laughs> she means her job. <laughs> Nah, that, that's fair enough. That is fair enough. Which is, I've heard it like from a few wrestlers now when I'm talking about range in these podcasts, and it just always makes me laugh. And I can't complain, but I don't know why. Um, even now, it still makes me laugh. But anyway, so before we rewind the clock, have a full brain conversation about this because we're definitely not re recording this intro. I want to go back to what I said at the beginning uh, the goddess of BTW, BTW standing for big time wrestling. I see that you've had big names such as ECW legend Rhino, WWE Hall of Famer, Sergeant Slaughter, Jenner, um, don't know why I did that, TNA Suicide. Um, so I basically want to ask, what makes you their goddess? What what gives you the right to call yourself that? I mean, it's sort of a, a bold name. Because I am the goddess because, you know, most girls around here, you know, whenever they reach the top, they call themselves the queen. They're like, you know, mm -hmm. much like Charlotte Flair and her footsteps. Girls oftentimes, once they reach the top, they're like, I'm the queen here. I'm the queen. I'm like, well, what is a queen really compared to a goddess? And I said that once and it just kind of stuck from there. I love it. So there's actually a bit of backstory to it. Like, a reason that I wanted to know is because like there is a lot of backstories but sometimes you'll be like oh, i just fancy that it. It, it was on the menu or the promoter told me like you know like spider-man is like oh <laughs> and the first one the toby Maguire one which is the best one by the way i don't care what anyone says but that's my opinion but no one cares um as you are a focal point of btw big time pro wrestling i want to ask if there are any fans or listeners right now listening to this show and they are from the area or they look, they you know, you have to explain to them why they should watch it online via YouTube. Please sell me this pen. Tell them why they should tune in or purchase a ticket. They should definitely tune in because, you know, we have a, the most diverse wrestling group here in the actual tri-state, like between West Virginia, Ohio, Kentucky, that we have the most diverse people because we get, you know, talent from New York. We get talent from Mexico. We have luchadors come in. Like we have one of the great, one of the greatest rosters i think in the whole state let alone the whole you know area yeah awesome wow. awesome i uh, i think that is one of the ways when i was doing my research and i came across your matches and i actually really enjoyed it it's a good atmosphere even though one of the matches you had was very hardcore and quite stiff but the, the children loved it so that's the main thing <laughs> um, all, all about the babies <laughs> that's it awesome awesome Hello there, I've got a special announcement for my next guest. Hi there, I'm Nadia Sapphire, 
the Arabic Princess and I'm going to be appearing on the What You Call It podcast very soon. So make sure you tune in. Yeah, head. Hello there. I've got a special announcement for my next guest. Ladies and gentlemen, the big, thick, chalky daddy, the sexual, intergalactic sex symbol, the hot, brown, cocoa bear, chocolate thunder, will be appearing on the, what do you call it? Podcast. Yeah, heard. We'll put their details in the description below, but I have uh, browsed a few of the shows upon my research, and I watched the match that you had with uh, Paige Jones, no disqualification. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, you did not win the match. Spoiler. Um, but it was a good match. Unfortunately, uh, Rufus, man, that's oh, like a sore thumb. <laughs> he uh, may have ruined your chances. But I have heard you say before that you are determined to still become the first trans woman to be the champion um, in, in your hometown as well. I mean, that's that's going to be fucking awesome. Right. I definitely, I definitely cannot, cannot be that. And the thing is that ever since then, you know, I've just continued to work harder and harder. Mm-hmm. I've even taken now, I'm in tumbling lessons. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be flipping a lot. And the thing is that I never want to stop at one thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I understand being trans. I'm already at a great advantage, you know, publicly, things like that to be a good focal point. But mm-hmm. I don't want that to be the end. I don't want to just be, oh, she's trans. She's pretty. But that's it. I want it to be that she's trans, she's pretty, and she's athletic, this and that. Like, if I can do flips, if I can wrestle, I'm actually a six-year trained amateur wrestler. Mm. I was so. going to talk about that. Um, was wrestling, I was going to say, like, wrestling first ball, but you are, you have to have an amateur background. I mean, yeah. was that because you loved wrestling, or was that just yeah. because you could it? Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> it was, it was not this, not the same kind, sadly. You know, there was little sixth grade me, like, oh, where's the steel chairs and they were not there you can't do the people's elbow (laughs) oh i was like horrified but then i was like you know what this is so fun so it actually came in handy because my first ever wrestling school trial was like a shoe and he was like how would you do in a shoe and i said i don't want to hurt the guy and everyone kind of laughed they're like oh you think you're that tough i said okay i immediately double leg take down and just held him down and people were like Oh, <laughs> this way. <laughs> we did not expect that. Step in front of the beginners, all right? You step in front of the beginners, all right? <laughs> they, they said, oh, okay. <laughs> we will not fuck with her, yeah. <laughs> oh, 100%. And that is that. that is the thing, too, is that, you know, thinking about West Virginia doesn't have a good rep for, like, you know, LGBT and things like that. So it's kind of cool that, you know, I'm kind of like that bridge because I do, like, a lot of work with our like LGBT um, community here because we have actually one of the greatest in the entire nation, which is unbelievable to say from West Virginia, which most people think we're just yeehaws, that we actually have one of the most- The arms aren't doing the justice. Like. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> we, we, we have actually, we got ranked for one of having the most gay friendly cities because of all the like LGBT work and stuff we do. Oh, I like to hear that. That's awesome. I'm just going to rewind the clocks a little bit. And actually, I actually want to hear, basically, what's your first introduction into wrestling? My first introduction, I was actually very, very little. And I was watching Undertaker and Mankind, the King of the Ring, the iconic match. And what's funny is that I had two brothers and, you know, all of us were there, were there watching. And then I turn around and I say, I want to do that. And my parents go, okay. It, it ended up an obsession to where, like, uh, at one point I had probably I'd say easy 500 action figures and that's all I would do all day I would play with 
action figures. I would play the wrestling games. I'll go out on the trampoline where my parents bought me an actual like wrestling dummy mm-hmm. and wrestle that, and then go to bed. So <laughs> I love it. I mean, like, what what match to get you into wrestling? Fucking Undertaker, Mick Foley, Mankind, Hell in a Cell, King of the Ring. If anyone hasn't watched it, by the way, I mean. It'd be very, oh, very hard to a, find someone that like, has <laughs> like the first match. What an introduction to wrestling as a beginning! Like fucking hell, I love that match. By the way, it's it took years of Mick Foley, but it's just a legendary match. Um, who were some of your favorite wrestlers growing up? Growing up, you know, uh, mostly you know people liked Sh- the, uh, the the icons: Shawn Michaels, Triple H, The Rock. But me, I was in love with the women: Trish Stratus, Lita. China, of course, like these were some big names to me. And it was always funny because we'd always play the little uh, wrestling games and stuff. And my brothers would be like, you know, Goldberg, Shawn Michaels, there's me, China doing a back handspring elbow. Like, I'm gonna get you too. <laughs> uh, China's just legendary. Like, as soon as I started the podcast, it's amazing like, how many females I've actually mentioned China being an inspiration. Like, Trish has been mentioned the odd time and Leo and, you know, Gail Kim, but. China, I, I'm pretty certain, has been mentioned by every female. And it's just, it's a shame that it took that long to induct her into the Hall That's of Fame. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's a shame that it took, you know, this much time. They had to wait till she passed actually, away. Yeah. And, and now she's in sad. the games and getting merchandise, which is all, all she wanted. Right. And it's sad because, like, that, the whole time, like, we, we could have been, you know, supporting her. Even though, you know, people don't understand that people go through a rough time. She yeah. was going through a rough time. And... Things like that, you know, I understand that you can't make people get help, but that support is always there. Yeah. I mean, that documentary that came out in a, um, this year, it's just really sad. Like, people just, like, they were just using her in a way just to get what they wanted to make her appear at shows and just do things for her and put her on camera when you know she wasn't ready. And it was just really heartbreaking to see it, you know, just absolute dirtbags, in my opinion. But, you know, I won't go into too much. I mean, if anyone wants to sort of, go on and see what I'm talking about. I think it's Vice China documentary. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it was good to see her in the last few years, but it's just a bit, you know, a bit shitty how they handle it. But anyway, let's get a bit more positive. So what inspired you to become a pro wrestler? You mentioned about your amateur background. Uh, yes. Yeah, so... Maybe in those steel chairs, but what inspired you? Right. I don't want to do this. I was there and I was like, you know, once I finally, you know, transitioning, people think that, I just wake up one day and it's just there. Like, there's a lot of, like, therapy you, you, you go through and everything. And then finally, like, this is where it ended. And I've never been, I was there and I was like, I'm so happy. But I was like, why am I not letting any of my other dreams come true? Just because I'm trans doesn't mean I can't be, you know, a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Things like that. So I was like, as soon as I found out there was a, there was a school here, I was like, I have to go. I have to. And ever since then, I... I would roughly say I am normally in the school about three about three to four days a week on top of um, on top of tumbling lessons Monday on top of the gym on top of work. So I am a busy bee. That's madness. I mean, like, I appreciate you coming on the show, by the way, just with that oh, schedule, you know. I have I have the love for it because that's what I think 100% is that, you know, it's sad whenever you're at a show and you see some people in that passion that died. But there's me. I cannot see the passion didn't die for, you know, 27 years. I don't think the passion is just going to go out one day. I will always be pushing to be the absolute very best. I love it. It's just like you're not willing to accept what you have now. You want more. You know, you want the best. 
No, I love that. The passion, like I say, like just basically hearing from you. Just you know, you'd love you'd love wrestling. It's, oh. it's great to hear. And it's and it's so cool because like I'm going on these um podcasts and stuff, and me being like, I, I used to be that kid in school who used to go to like wrestlezone.com while at school and be like, all right, let me look up the backstage dirt while I'm here. <laughs> I'm guilty of that. That and I'll come out for like four one one and. Oh, we we always we always love the dirt as much as you know we we, we want to say no we don't we don't read that stuff. I'm like it's it's juicy. <laughs> it is. I, I mean, like I try not to get into the whole AWWE stuff because I've, I've muted like the word key demo and like <laughs> eighteen to forty nine. I've muted it, but like in terms of like general gossip, we've all got that in us. We just want to know a little bit. The What's thing is, is that it's fun, but, you know, some people take that fun a little too far. Oh, my like, God. It's so is. serious. I'm like, there is no need for you to be fighting with somebody on Instagram about AEW and WWE. Just enjoy both. <laughs> just like, some people, like, I know the, I think the younger people say, like, touch grass. Some people generally just go outside. There's a little bit more to the wrestling. I know, like, you love wrestling, but, like, don't let it take over your life and be absorbed by it. The thing is that don't let the bad side because there there is some there there's some dark corners and there there's no fun over there there is none just you know oh, such a shame it's become like there's some good to Twitter like I mean mm-hmm. I cast myself I discover new talents great in like Instagram but there are some absolute assholes that just get out of their way to ruin it for everyone yeah one one hundred percent luckily I'm very surprised i know the day will come but i haven't really had any kind of like grief or anything like that or anybody be mean i did get asked a really off-putting question they said how do you wrestle girls i said the same way i would boys like <laughs> what? what do you mean by that if i was in a match with a girl best believe it, i'm gonna drop kick her if i'm in the match with a guy best believe it, he's getting drop kicked <laughs> you, you still want to wrestle that's it it's right i'll get that i mean if they felt word a bit better i can kind of mm. Oh, the whole, the whole thing is about, you know, uh, whenever, whenever people do find out that I'm trans, I like to kind of be that education point because to kind of show that, you know, I don't have a sudden 300 um, pound strength that I'm hiding somewhere between, (laughs) between this body. I'm literally five foot nine and 130. Like (laughs) I'm I'm little and tiny. And, uh, whenever they, whenever they try to say, oh, well. I don't know if you belong there. I'm like, well, there's girls that are 240 in this division. <laughs> so if you really think I don't belong because of my size. Because, like, just go back and look at like, someone we just mentioned, China. Yeah, 100%. And the thing is that I would, people are like, oh, I'd be scared of this. I would love the chance to face somebody that big and strong because she was an icon. My yes. our, our current champ, Omet. I have never been woman handled. She powerhoused mm. me. Is it still Paige Jones? It is now Anastasia Morningstar. She uh Paige. Please keep up. Oh, it's it's all good. <laughs> Anastasia uh won the belt in her debut because mm. she's just that girl and an example of her strengths. So I was there and you know, I was starting to fight back and fight back because you know I'm not gonna stay in there and let her beat me so i went for a corner hurricanrana and she caught me in midair and literally sit up power on me she lifted me from an upside down state and just powerhoused me up and i said well this is it (laughs) my first power bomb (laughs) i just i already done what like training like once or twice and just literally that is one of the moves i don't like (laughs) it Um, looks great (laughs) it it looked fantastic and the thing is too is that me and her like 
I was there and I was like, just make sure I don't, I don't land funny, anything like that. But we ended up, we put on a hell of a match. And the thing is that, you know, she's a, she's a scary girl. She is a strong girl, but mm. the like inner wrestling me is like, I want to go again. <laughs> she's just like, I was like, oh, good. Like a riot as a kid. Again, again. <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm like, so when's our next match? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, book it, book it. Nah, that's, that's oh. awesome. I want to go quickly back to just some of the stuff we are mentioning, um, training. What were some of your biggest challenges? I, this is a common question I ask a lot of my guests now when it comes to training. What are some of the hard, most difficult things that you found when it came to training to be a wrestler? Finding somewhere to train, honestly, because it was really difficult, me being trans, because people thought, thought I was just kidding. They thought it was just like a joke, like, oh, they don't really want to do this. Mm. Well, then the school that gave me the chance was like, let's see what you got and no one else knew oh she's actually a trained wrestler and she's really good so yeah. it kind of ended up this like oh but now guess what all the other people are like oh hey carmen i'm like no <laughs> <laughs> nah that's that's cool that's, that's what i like that answer to be fair it's actually not necessarily the training part because i can tell you're quite athletic as it is. Obviously, with training and wrestling, I think people don't realize how fucking hard that is in terms of Andrew wrestling. Not easy. Like, but in terms of like actually finding the fucking school, it's the most difficult thing yeah. in the first place. No, that's got a good answer. It's it's hard because you know it's a lot of it's a lot of educating because mm. that's part of you know being a being a trans person is trying to like educate people on like these things. And sometimes, you know, in life you also have to learn. Some people don't want to learn. <laughs> so no. I'm I, I've literally reached that reached that point to where like I don't mind anybody's opinion anything like that. However, as a person, I will be respected. So it's basically that simple. And you know, luckily I have like a locker room that has my back to where you know if anything yeah. does happen, they're like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna cut that out. <laughs> I'm a <have> word here. <laughs> Come over, let's talk. <laughs> and I put the bats down. I'm just gonna educate. Uh, right. <laughs> No, I respect that. I can, I you know, I, I see Twitter and, you know, I feel, oh, well. you know, but it's just, I think education, but as you said, some people just don't want to learn. Fine, but fuck them, you know. Just, right, I'm like, well. We don't, okay. need, don't, need, we don't need them in wrestling. Let's put it that way. And I know it sounds cheesy to say that, but it's true. We don't need toxic oh, yeah. behaviour like that. You know, it, it sort of flies away. But I've got to ask a few questions about your wrestling career so far. When did you make your debut? I made my um, debut about a year ago. I want to say about eight months because we had a show set and I was set to be a special um, referee, but we had a huge ice storm hit and then it got pushed back to about, I'd say two months, two months later or so. Well, then once we, once we came back, I was there and they go, oh, you're not the special referee. You're having your match. And I said, oh, okay. How did and, you feel uh, the match went by the way? Oh, the match was actually great because I was not expecting uh, to be over because I was just like, you know, mm. a, a baby. So I was like, well, it's my first match. What's awesome is that a lot of people from my, like, LGBT world came to our, like, wrestling show, which was, like, which nice. was crazy because, like, it was, it was held at a church. So you could definitely, <sighs> definitely make, a, make arrangements of who was I've made yourself, can you? Oh, 100%. <laughs> So, like, in the rafters of the church was just the gays. <laughs> it was just, it was just great. Literally, this sounds great, by the way. Just like... <laughs> oh, 100%. Because uh, Impact's Larry D was there cutting his um, promo, and he had the match before mine. And he goes, well, I know who you all really came to see. 
and they started chanting for me because they didn't know about a wrestling show. So they're like, we came for Carmen. <laughs> like, oh no. They're having like, great. What a lovely impression I've made. This is <laughs> brilliant. Is this, is this online, by the way? Like, I just. Yes. And does the camera go to your friends or is it just, is it on oh, the ring? It's just there on the ring. So all you hear is just, just, <sighs> just one person go, we're here for Carmen. I'm like, oh no. Uh, if you can send me the link later after this interview, I'll, I'll, I'll do want to watch it. Like that just, just sounds funny, right? <laughs> I will have to for sure because you should have seen his face. He went, "Carmen Chaos, you came for me," and I was like, "Well, sorry." <laughs> sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. So he actually had a good debut. Then that doesn't actually get said a lot. It's become one of my main, one of those questions I always ask: How how's your debut? And eighty-five percent, ninety percent, it's like, yeah, it was a bit shit. But your oh, debut, well. <laughs> but your debut went well. No, it's good to hear. It's good to hear that because everyone's got to be different. Really. No one wants to have. Oh, you can't be all negative. Like, oh shit, I botched. It's on Botchamania, <laughs> and you know, my mom was cheering the wrong guy, like stuff, oh, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, my mom tried to storm the ring. She didn't what? understand. She did not understand kayfabe. <laughs> I love people like that. So it so it made it even better because they had a real moment that got that got put into it. So the best part is that that made me super over because as Paige went to grab a chair and stuff, there came my mom and my brother like in security grabbing them. And I'm like, there's me. I'm literally laying there and my eyes are on them. And I, I'm like in my best way feeling like, don't. <laughs> like, do not act a fool. He's like, what I like. <laughs> it was. It was just one of those just greatest, one of those greatest moments because then mm. ever since the crowd just adored me. So I was like, well, I'm just like, I'm just like the baby. <laughs> no, she did get, uh, you always get a good reaction. And that's that's quite rare in wrestling these days. Like everyone wants to be the cool bad guy. And that still happens a lot these days, even in like independent wrestling. I've noticed that. And it's just like, not everyone could be the cool bad guy because you're all the same. Like it's good you know, to have. I love to be bad. Baby face. <laughs> So you actually prefer I, being a heel then? I I actually trained as heel. So it was, it was really crazy because, you know, I trained this full-time as heel because I thought, you know, a church crowd, clearly I'm going to get booed. Um, I ended up John yeah. over and I went and I turned to our promoter and he said, okay, we'll work with this. And then it, it came to a point. I had a great match. It was a steel cage match against Ari Alexander. And I did my makeup different. I did everything I could. Like I had eyeliner going down my face, black black fingernails, like going for that look. And the thing is, is that whenever I started bashing her head against the cage, they were chanting for me to kill her. So I went, "What else can I do?" <laughs> we got. Is done. there any cats here? Oh, like any kittens? <laughs> oh, oh! I was there, just like well. And the thing is that they were the children. The children were the ones being like, "Kill her!" So you can't even get hate on the children because they're the ones no. cheering you the most. No. I, I, I literally got that and I said, well, guess I'm never going to get booed. <laughs> I love that. That's quality. I'm slamming the steel cage in there. Oh, like, slamming no. her, pressing her face against it with my foot. And they were just loving it. I said, I'm doing very heel things. Like, what is the matter with you? You just could not get booed. Oh, bless you. No. I love that. That's, that's good. I like it. Also, big shout out to your mum, by the way. I love people that still, like, <laughs> that take kayfabe seriously. Like, just, it's real to them. Fucking more of them in the crowd, please. Well, she will be at my next match because I will be having a title match against Anastasia. So I guarantee you my mom and brother will be there. Feel free to oh. plug the date of the match if you want on the podcast because oh. this will be coming out this week. 
Well, it is so far um, date to be determined in February. <laughs> uh, okay. Maybe we on my birthday, a, 17th. Oh, well, there we Three. go. We have a we have a TBD. <laughs> nah, fair enough. I won't be reading my age though. But now that's that's cool oh. to hear like you had a good start. Um I, I didn't realize so you've only been wrestling for less than a year then. I didn't actually realize that. Uh, a lot of people have said that too, whatever. I'm like, yeah, I've been doing this less than a year. They're like, you But that's that's a massive compliment though. Massive. Yeah, and that is fantastic. I've had like, you know, some like upper veterans be like, she's only been doing this for less than a year. And they're like, she's good. And I was like, because I'm I'm passionate. That's that's the thing. If you if you mm. love to, if the saying that you if you love something, you will never work a day it in your life is absolutely true. Because I do not consider this work. And with all these like extra things I'm I'm doing flat out, because I don't want to be defined by like a gender norm of what an indie girl should be able to do. I want to be able to do the over the top rope dives. I want to be able to do you know the fun stuff to where like they'll be like. Where did she come from? <laughs> no, I like that. Like, so they constantly, so you find them literally after the show, want to take photos of you, buy merch, and go out their way to search for you online and tweet about you. And that, that, the word of like word of mouth is so important. It really is, especially whenever I have. I'm blessed to have such a great platform because mm-hmm. I am able to, you know, go and show a different side to where like no longer LGBT people are this punchline. You know, we're actually serious competitors like mm. nyla rosa is a great great example of that because she is incredible second like women's aw champion literally like and exactly. no one no one really knew of her before aw i mean like you know obviously I'm not saying no one had a clue but i'm saying like that natural exposure gave that to right her, like, a big platform and like, i think a lot of people didn't necessarily know she was transgender either at first and she has been a great honest great honest support for me because you know mm. Me and her have a like have like a very um similar background. It's so cool because whenever she whenever she won, I used to do like pageants and stuff. So we were we were friends back then. I was like, hey, I'm so glad you won a lot. She was like, oh, thank you. And uh, then now I went, hey, I'm wrestling too. And she was like, no way. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you kind of you know inspired me because it really did take. You know, I'm really glad that somebody as strong as her took that mm-hmm. first step because. You know, it's a it's a scary thing, but you know, there's only going to be be more and more. Yeah, like I, I, like, I, I mean, I mean, in a good way, but I mean, like the way AEW has handled that, they're not just every single time she's on commentary and every time every time she doesn't move, mention that she's trans. Like she, it's she's not a woman. A you know what I mean? She's a woman, right? Like, does it make sense what I'm trying to say? That is the that is the best thing is because you know and letting her work speak for itself as well a lot of times exactly that's where you know things like things like gimmick and stuff come into play because that's being a trans woman is not part of a gimmick like that's there are wrestlers where you know that's where things get borderline because there are wrestlers who you know dress as female as gimmick but I have to explain I'm like they don't live as a woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like this is for ha ha's and he he's, mm. not for you know us for for like something like. And me. they would and they would like tr- and that would be treated like as a hill, you know, like Adrian Street, like Rico and Goldust, you know, male performers performing sort of over the top. Goldust ways. Was, was so great. I am sorry. I love Goldust. I, like, I, I mean, oh, it's put me in Twitter. But... 1990s Goldust was raunchy because I went back and watched some clips and the Undertaker one. I literally heard him say, Is that a rigor mortis? You happy to see me? <laughs> what? When he kisses Ahmed Johnson, like, oh my 
God, Armour oh, Johnson reacts. Like, he just, he pushes that that job. Job is not an offence to him because apparently it is for some reasons. But anyway, he pushes that job for the door, and he's literally running through backstage because he got his gold dust and he's oh, gold lips. Man. Brilliant. <laughs> I just like gold dust was great for, for like ninety six and like late ninety five. Gold dust was so different. I didn't have to handle it, but I thought he was cool. I liked him. Oh, a hundred percent. He he was wild with him and Luna Vacan. Mm. Oh my god! Wait, oh, he was dressed like Marilyn Manson and like, like and the harness and gags. Yeah, <laughs> fuck me, oh. some of the stuff he was like. I mean, some of that, some of that's not aged very well. I'll be honest, but I oh, mean, we grew up on it, so it's fine. Just think, just think. Some some people that was their first introduction to things and being like, "What is that?" and they just went online and was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh no." <laughs> no, what was the word Finch used to use? It was like and 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 ah, oh, whatever. It wasn't like he'd never say like, "Oh, Goldust is he's straight, but you know he's gay or whatever." They they use a certain term. Bruce Pritchard used to always say it on this fucking podcast, and I cannot remember it, and it's gonna do my head in right now. Oh, hopefully, because this is like find out for sure. Oh, no, it's gonna it's gone it's gone. Um, how do we go back to Goldust again? Oh, we're talking about night about sorry. Um, damn, no, it's still in my head. I'll try to remember it then. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a terrible host. I do apologise. Oh, it's all fine. I'm having fun. Oh, for fuck's sake. Right, yeah, so, um, I was going to say, because you have mentioned Nyla Rose as well, um, who I know has, I actually interviewed um, a trans uh, woman from UK. Her name is the Notorious Angel Amber Joe. Have you heard of her before? I have not. I will definitely have to de- have a little look. She's doing that. really well. Um, she represents um, the LGBTQ community. Uh, community always mumble that was she does really well and i had her as a guest and she was brilliant really enjoyed speaking to her as well um she mentioned about nyla roy has been an inspiration to her so i want to know is there any other wrestlers that have been an inspiration like uh candy lee gabby tuft um whose her ring name tyler x uh i mean that came out that made like headline news when when she oh yeah i was very happy about Mm. oh yeah i was very happy because no matter of, you know, who a person is, I'm very happy about, you know, if they decide to go that route, it's best to be nothing but nothing but supportive. And especially in our own, you know, community, because I'm in a local scene, it is hard because if you can, I'm sure you, you can imagine how girls are. So then imagine, you know, it's the same thing, but it's always great because we all, we also do like things like we have a trans day of um, remembrance, which is actually Wednesday. But we actually have like it to where we, you know, light candles and remember those, you know, who, you know, were murdered because of, you know, mm. living their life. And luckily, you know, we don't have any kind of, you know, trans violence or anything like that. But one thing we do want to work towards is that, you know, in, in the state that I'm in, there's no crime. If let's say somebody attacked me purely because I'm trans at a show, well, they can't prove that. And even if they say they did, they'll be like, well, it's not transphobic. It is not. It wouldn't be necessarily a hate crime with it. It would just be someone attacking you. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And that's that's so sad to you know think about because if you think about assault charges and the difference between assault charges and a hate crime, that's a pretty good difference. I mean, and the fact that you know somebody is being attacked for being gay, trans, things like that, you know for a fact that does happen. And it's sad that you know I'm currently in a state where it's not recognized. And I think that one day we will move more forward to that. Yeah. But I think that is the that is the goal that, you know, we should have is because just in case like things like, you know, a trans woman would be would, would be attacked, things like that, there 
it's it's a scary thing because you know being in a small town you never know <laughs> yeah yeah i never know if there's some hillbilly gym over there in his in his shack just waiting for the day <laughs> oh wait his hall of fame speech is still going on um oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not that hillbilly gym. No, I'm joking, but, I'm joking. So, but I know, I, but I completely understand what you're saying, and like the fact that it's, it's scary. That is actually really scary. The fact that if you want to be attacked, and you know for a fact that it's because you are a trans woman, they don't attack you. That's it. We don't need to know about it's your like, history. Well, uh... <laughs> yeah, no, no that's <laughs> much <laughs> scary. <laughs> No, but I, I like the fact that it's not just like it's not just wrestling that you seem to be about as well. It's about trans lives matter. Um, and just the trans community in general, you know, I'm sort of, I'm, I try to be as open minded as I can, you know. I mean, I watched what did I watch? Pose. That was a really good one. Oh, phenomenal! Uh, I actually need. I, I, I'm not. I may or may have not cried one of the episodes. Oh, I mean, I I'll admit I am a TV crier, so it doesn't help with the whole. There's a there's a character. Stuff, I won't spoil but... it if anyone wants to watch it, but Candy. Oh, that's my so God. sad. And that just when you you mentioned what you're mentioning, that, that just popped up in my heart mind. And then I was like looking up like articles and reading up the comments and people mentioning like uh, real people that have been murdered because they're trans. Yeah, you know, it's just it's astonishing, really. I mean, I, I think I have an appreciation for it because I mix race. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to compare or anything oh, like that. No, it it absolutely is the same because you know yeah. at the at the end of the day we are treated as you know minorities that's why i think you know if anything it should be united whether or not you know people people stand for race religion things like that and in in the best way that i can tell especially speaking from you know the states i can say for a fact that is that is what should be done because here you will be you know not saying everywhere but in the people who have it best off are just the white conservative males well white conservative straight males and i'm like well I'm glad the old white men can can have their best days. But I also, you know, whenever we had, as you probably saw, the black the Black Lives Matter movement and stuff. Yeah. That is, yeah. I've I've never understood standing against something like that. Like, what is your argument? We get it in our country, right? So basically, they kneel before the games, and it's become sort of a. Uh, it's 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 it happens more on a regular basis now. People boo it at the games because they, they don't like the fact that they're kneeling for Black Lives Matter. They tend to go on about all lives matter. And just like you're you booing that is the reason why we have to kneel. Make sense? One hundred percent. Because mm-hmm. I heard it explained the best. I'm like, it's like having a pie. And the thing is that you know, there's the there, there's the black people and stuff. And you know, we are here serving this pie. And they're like, hey, I don't have any. And it's like, well. All of us have pie, but, but they're still hungry. <laughs> like, do you, do you see what I'm like saying? That. I quite like that. <laughs> I'm like, you all have pie, but they don't have a piece on their plate. <laughs> I might have to steal that analogy and just say, oh, I made up, up, not from your friend or you. But... <laughs> Stupid people know pie. So... <laughs> so I'm like, well, this is the easiest way to put it. <laughs> I love that. That's good. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to literally put it in, like, the screen in the thumbnail. Pie. Just pie. <laughs> pie, Mick Foley. No, no, Mick Foley being thrown off, off the hell and cell into the pie. It literally sums up this episode. Oh, well, that would be perfect. I think you would have had a much better landing. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Um, I'm going to wrap the... So I'm about the pie. I think it's awesome. So I've just got a few more questions, and I'll let you enjoy your evening um, for me. Morning, but whatever. <laughs> Who do you enjoy working with the most in your early career so far? 
So far, I've been lucky to work with some great names. Uh, a couple of them would be Ari Alexander, Haley Shadows, and another and another top one would be our current would be our current champion because she gave me the hardest match I've ever had. So Anastasia Morningstar is she also does uh, in, uh, intergender. So she like wrestles men too, and she. Well, I mean, this girl's a powerhouse. She Arn Anderson spinebustered a man. So she, Jesus. she is a beast. I took my first back chops from her, and I don't know if people know about chops. I did not. So I was there. I was like, all right, you know, it won't be that bad. Well, people said I sold them really good. And the thing is, it wasn't selling. I was in pain. <laughs> I was legit screaming out. So I was like, well, good. And we got done. And, you know, it's always great to have that kind of great intensity in a match and be like, that was awesome. Rather than, you know, have that awkward, like, stare down. <laughs> but we, honestly, it's it's just the passion for it. Ah, oh, that's wicked. Oh, that's wicked. Like the chops do look fucking nasty. Like just oh. the way like Daniel Bryan's chest can be sometimes. Just after a match, I'm like, but it's like a badge of honor. It's just like I had a bruise <laughs> on my spine from a smack. I just want you to imagine. <laughs> I'm telling you, this girl is a powerful girl. <laughs> well, she is possessed possessed by the devil, so that and she's one of your favorite people you worked with. Only in wrestling. <laughs> Only in wrestling. <laughs> That is 100%. People think be like, didn't that hurt? No, it did, but it was great. <laughs> it hurt in a good way. We got it for drinks later. She's great. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she hurts like hell. I can't wait to face her again. <laughs> so, like, you have to really love wrestling and appreciate it. Like, just, I, that's normal, that's normal behavior in wrestling. Outside of it, you probably be like, well, are you fucking mental? Yes, I am. <laughs> Most certainly. <laughs> I'm, a pro, I'm a pro wrestler. Yes, I am. I love it. No, no, awesome, awesome. What is your favorite match that you've been in? My favorite match, I mean, again, I really hate to keep bringing up this match, but again, it would have been my most recent match with Anastasia because that's the first one I actually got to do actual wrestling moves in because as, as much as I love, but being a rookie, you're kind of limited to a certain moveset, and I kind of did a lot of punches and kicks. I'm really glad I I'm not doing as much punches and kicks and rather actual moves because I don't want to feel like if I want to do punches and kicks, I would do MMA or something like that. I want to do actual, you know, wrestling. So so now that I actually have somebody that I can work with and do things like a head, do like a head scissors takedown and like a Rana spot and things like that, do moves that I've been actually like, even as a kid playing these and been like, I want to do that. And I'll be able to actually do them as like a totally different thing. Oh, wicked, wicked. I don't, I don't, like, miss doing those moves as a kid, my brother. Although he'd always do the shop shoot at me and I'd always be the dummy, so. Oh, well. <laughs> I used to, I, I'll admit, as a kid, I was an absolute demon. I, I want to say that I was a nice kid. My brothers, I tormented them and they were older, so, you know. I was say, so you're, okay, so you're their younger sister and you're actually mm-hmm. tor- literally making their life hell. <laughs> The thing is, I had to act quick because I was a smart kid. So then they would, we had a hallway and their rooms would be over here and my rooms would be on the other side. I would wait for them to go down the hall. And then as soon as they would pass my room, I would run up behind them and kick them full on punt between the legs. <laughs> horrible sister. And they <laughs> still come to your my, shows. It was it was one of my favorite games to play. So sorry, brothers, for me, for me tormenting you, but... 
Honestly. I would do that and then I would run into my room and hurry and shut the door. I'd be like, all right, <laughs> I'm done playing. <laughs> and they still love you. I don't know. I, and the thing is that they've been nothing but supportive. They're like, that's my sister. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> uh, shout out to your brother. It's like, fair play for taking that. <laughs> 100%. Awesome. Uh, random question. If you had to mm-hmm. describe yourself in three words, what would you pick? Charismatic. Say unique and rough. <laughs> just a Evident from rough. the story with your brothers. I, I, I'd say that's a oh, good choice of words. <laughs> I am a very, I'm a very rough housing person. So I'm like, well, <laughs> I would explain me as rough too. Because awesome. it's funny, you think, you know, training and stuff that, mm. you know, with me to the guys, I'd be like, hey, can you take it easy? I've literally stopped in the ring and no told them and like hit me harder. And they're like, Oh God! <laughs> like she's an absolute monster. Oh, that segment with Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman. Please, sir, can I have another? Literally, literally, <laughs> literally, we have it to where uh, our um, promoter. He's honestly great because you know he doesn't he doesn't believe in the whole stereotypical women don't have to work harder than men. He mm. makes me practice with the boys. So there's me bumping with them and stuff. And then if he notices one of them like doesn't give me a shot like how they would in a match he goes she will beat your ass <laughs> you better hit her and i was like that's fair so then so then they have to stop and like actually do it and the funniest thing is that we have a we have a kid who's honestly fantastic a, a future star really if he if he keeps pushing he's only like 16 and he's still he is dedicated he has his own wrestling ring so he is into it and his mom comes to the practice and stuff and he was there and oh. he was like, he was there giving me these shots, and he went, our promoter went, you better hit her. Then he felt so bad after. He went, I'm so sorry. I was like, no, you hit me. <laughs> and his mom was like, I don't like him doing that to you. And I said, oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> I need to come to one of these wrestling trainings one day, one of these shows. Sounds great. <laughs> we, put, we put on a blast because we have, you know, it's just – the diversity and that's why mm. i love more than anything because you know around here we don't get very diverse that's why we get you know talent from out of state and out of country because we give them a taste of you know wrestling that they wouldn't be able to see anywhere else that's good you want to give that variety as well and that is going back to literally it's like send me this pen and i asked you about the company like btw how you know why should someone go to the show if they live in the area why should someone watch yeah, the company online because you have got full shows on YouTube, which you know, which is where I've been watching some of your matches and doing some research, and it just looks like a good time. And I actually like family shows as well, but there is a bit of like hardcore to it as well, and legends that pop up. Madman Pondo is a blast, by the way. He is he is so much fun, and everyone who knows like deathmatch and stuff knows Matt knows Madman. Yeah. He- he is an absolute blast. I've had some great... Is he actually really nice then? So is this- oh, he is He is tough in the ring, but he's one of the nicest people you could ever talk to. Seriously. And he he was actually one of the one, one of the first people who actually brought me to the side. And he was like, if anybody gives you any shit, you come to me. I said, mm. thank you, Mr. Pondo. <laughs> and we, he is, he's just, he's just that guy. Like, you can't, like, you can't really beat him because he is just... He's just himself. I also never thought actually have him on his podcast. Ah, one hundred percent. He does. He does love some love some podcasts too. So it'll it'll be a great guy 
They head out and cut. So what? Film it, do it. Film it, do it. After this, like I don't know. So I think there's a footage of your debut that I need to watch first. Then I'll hit up Mel. Um, there we go. Awesome. Last official question, and I'll let you enjoy the rest of your day, evening, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, what is next? What's next? Like what, what is? is obviously, you're less than a year in your wrestling career. Yes. What, do, what is planned for what calm is and next chaos? Is, honestly. I know people say the sky's the limit and mm, you know mm. they're like oh yeah the sky's the limit I'm gunning for the top like I I promise you I'm going to start you know you have to take your steps I'm going to start as women's champion I'm going to end up going farther and farther you know I'm already starting to travel a bit more so once I do end up to where I'm to where especially with the lessons I'm taking right now that you know i should be a top threat within within about a year and i'm going i promise you i'm going to be on your tv one day <laughs> one day you're going to see me but it would be honestly my biggest dream to be the first trans woman signed to wwe because i think that that just has mental that, just that still not happened jay isn't it 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 has not it because has like not. one thing i will give me massive massive credit for is their diversity like mm-hmm. just it's insane like just it's, it's and i haven't really paid attention but i just noticed it like, when i look at the roster i'm like fucking hell like it's so diverse and i love it i mean that's one thing i think i'm not going to shit on too much but like aw could improve on a little bit but mm-hmm. yeah that, that's their problem but they they were they're still a young company but i'm really surprised by that like you mentioned i'm like they actually haven't yeah and i and i know for a fact that you know with what all i'm trying to do what all i'm Gunning for see with that whole thing about how I want to be the best. Mm. That's just going to take me straight to wherever I want to be. So I know for a fact if I come in, you know, I'm doing these flips, I'm doing these big moves, I'm taking the time to where I actually, you know, wrestling background to where they'll see and be like, oh, she was made for this. And I'll be like, I'm here be- because I want to be in the best mm. company in the world. But because and you also are, I believe that's here. Yeah. Right. I have. There are days whenever I go home and I just want to sleep for like two days. <laughs> just be like, okay. But after this, I'm probably going to start going uh, more like back bends and handstands and things like that. Because, you know, as much like wrestling, tumbling is also small steps. So mm. I have to, you know, nail these things in, in order for me to be able to, you know, add this to the ring. And luckily I have such a great teacher who, who's there and he doesn't really have a wrestling background, but he finds it so cool. And he's like, send me some like videos of like some dives you want to learn and we will like we will, like work on them and I'm like how cool is it that he's just like all right I'm gonna corkscrew moonsault into this phone pit <laughs> 6 yeah let's do this <laughs> oh one hundred percent. he's like yeah let's learn <laughs> I like that just eager and it takes an interest into what you do as well and wants to incorporate it into jumping that's awesome a great, a great team, and it's honestly a great kind of like hidden weapon I have because you know how many, how many wrestlers would be like, yeah, I'm taking gymnastics. They'd be like, okay, well, for <laughs> I can do uh, That's one thing I can't even pretend like I know I've done it. Nah, I'm too lazy. I like food and just like I sit my ass and conduct these interviews. <laughs> I do feel like a kid in there because there's like all these bright collars and the foam pit and stuff, and I'm just like they're a 27 year old with my cool late jammer. Like, <laughs> hello, awesome, awesome. Where can the listeners find you on social media? They can find me on Facebook at Carmen Beck, they can find me on Instagram at official Carmen Chaos, they can find me on Twitter at Carmen K Chaos, they can find me on the pro wrestling tease 
store where you can buy my t-shirt, which is again, Carmen Chaos. And you can also find videos of me wrestling on YouTube at bigtimewrestling.com. Thing is that that bigtimewrestling.com will bring you directly to our YouTube page. Awesome. And you're going to be appearing in the video game as well, I see. Ah, uh, yeah, a well, little, little bit, a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm also going to be in the new Indie Pro 2022, which it was an exciting, you know, announcement. I guess, you know, a, another first because I'll be a trans woman in a video game. <laughs> That's sweet. So I, I should be, I should be your promoter, like <laughs> money, <laughs> money, money, money. I'm joking. It's 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 been great to have you on today. I've really enjoyed this interview, um, despite it being like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but that's all good. That's all good. That's all good. Um, thank you for coming on. It's been a pleasure speaking to you. For the listeners out there, there's going to be more episodes of what do you call it podcast coming up very soon. But for now, everyone, stay safe. The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com.